Hi everyone, welcome back to the Loud Gal Podcast. My name is Emily Sato and I can't believe I am actually creating another episode because you guys are showing me so much love by listening to my podcast. You guys are amazing. I literally cannot thank you enough for all of the love and the encouragement you guys have been sending me. Really, really blessed by all of you for freaking sure. Last week's topic was a little intense, so I'm going to lighten the mood a little bit. We're going to go just your regular coffee chat, all right? Today, we're going to talk about coffee. Coffee is my favorite thing besides, like, if I had to rank, like, my top two favorite things, Jesus is always number one, but number two, coming in real close, is coffee. So, coffee... It's literally, like, I always see, like, those really cheesy things on Instagram, like, oh my goodness, like, you know, a latte is just a hug and a mug, like, all stuff, but it really is, like, y'all are tripping if you don't think so, like, literally, coffee, like, and it's funny because I haven't been drinking it for really that long, like, well, I guess now it's been a long time, like, four years, but I wasn't one of those people, like, my parents I always say they didn't let me, but I feel like it really was for my well-being that they, like, said, maybe you shouldn't have that, or maybe just have, like, a sip, or have, like, the smallest, like, size they have, because, um, when I was 17, 16, 17, I was in high school, and that's when I first started drinking coffee, but before that, like, Every time, well, one, I didn't like the flavor. It was really, like, bitter, obviously, and very, like, ugh. I just, like, ugh. It was gross. Like, I didn't like it at all. It just, like, was definitely an acquired taste, like, an adult taste, and I did not love her at all. So, when I was a junior in high school, and I think it's really fitting the timeline, like, when you're a junior, you really need to have, like, your A-game on all the time. You got your SATs, ACTs. You're taking all of the classes in the world. And if you were anything like me, like, I literally had to take Spanish 3, Algebra 2, Physics, AP Lang. Like, it was just gnarly. So every day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start, like, I'm just going to like coffee from here on out. There's no way I'm getting around it. Like, I need to be get on my big girl panties and just drink it, okay? So I did. And it took a while. I always I started out really like calm with the or pretty like I don't even know, stereotypical with the like really I don't know, sweet drinks, mochas, vanilla lattes, even chai cuz chai is like a a um caffeinated tea. The one that has the most caffeine. I know, like, green tea and black tea has caffeine as well. And I, I did like tea before I started drinking coffee. I did like tea. But I don't, I don't know. Now I'm like, tea. I only have it, like, when my stomach's upset or I need to, like, detox the heck out of my colon. But that's not. We won't talk about that pee-pee poo-poo check. Um, anyways. <laughs> Gross. So, uh, I would have to say, though, my official date of, like, uh, actually liking coffee, though, was when, um, I was working at Starbucks at the time, actually. So, I got hired to work at Starbucks when I was 16. Well, I was about to turn 16. And then, um, my boss obviously was like, you need to try all of these different blends. Otherwise, you're not going to know how to describe coffee, basically. And I thought, you know, Starbucks, like... 
I don't want to hate on Starbucks, but I'm going to do it for 0.3 seconds. Their coffee's garbage, and I drink it still because, you know, it's kind of nostalgic for me. And the cold brew is okay, really watered down, but it's okay. It's not too bad, but it's definitely like if someone were to say, let's go get coffee somewhere, I'm not going to suggest Starbucks. But anywho, I was sitting there and so we had to go through this whole module like the first day of work like you just go through like book work where you learn like you know all the safety protocols yada yada then you also learn how to be a taster for um coffee so I thought that was kind of lit and then we learned all about the history behind coffee like where they grow and have beans and where they sell them and trade them from and everything and uh you know that was all very interesting to me and uh really got me into the coffee scene for sure but um, when I was working at Starbucks, I remember trying this new blend. Um, I think it was a blonde roast and it was like a game changer for me. Like I remember smelling it, uh, all you chemists out there, you had to waft it. You had to kind of like tongue dip a little bit to get a little first taste. And then you could take a swig. Well, first you slurp, then you swig. And it, yeah, it's a whole process. But I remember doing that. And as I kept doing that, it was like forcing myself to like something that I didn't like. But I kind of did the same thing with oatmeal. Like I made myself eat oatmeal for three days straight. And after three days, like I actually really liked it. Now I still love oatmeal. And I think the same thing happened to me with coffee. It just took a little bit longer with coffee because there's just so much variety. Like people underestimate like tea. I feel like there's really only like two ways to have it. Three, chai, coffee, or tea without milk, and tea with milk. That's it. Coffee, you've got blended drinks, iced coffee drinks, hot drinks, and then you got the whole branches underneath the hot drinks. You got like cappuccinos, lattes, macchiatos, espressos, you know? So even with iced coffee now, you've got like cold brew and your regular iced coffee, your iced caramel macchiato. It's crazy. Coffee is really just something else so after I worked at Starbucks I really was like okay like I'm not but I'm not going to be dependent on coffee but I was it was too late it was way too freaking late I remember one shift me and my co-workers and I I was working with one guy who I always worked with all the time and I remember we allowed another like set of workers to come and work with us because one of them was training another girl. So we were like, there's going to be four of us manning a eight-hour shift. No big. But our store was really small, and it was a Sunday. Sundays usually are really busy in the morning. But when we were working, uh, it was more the afternoon, like a 12 to 9 situation. So it wasn't um, long at all. It was honestly like really low-key always, every Sunday. So we are sitting on the counters. I hope my boss doesn't listen. My old boss doesn't listen to this. But we were sitting on the counters. I'm FaceTiming someone. My friend is also FaceTiming someone. We literally had two customers in the eight hours that we had worked that day. And so, and mind you, like, the girl that we were training had already done her book work. She had already, like, cleaned the entire store. And we were like, what are we going to do now? So I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's actually the only way I will take shots is espresso shots, but they're called undertoes. 
under toes, a little barista insider secret are you take a short cup, it's an eight ounce cup, and you put a syrup at the bottom, a milk, and then you take a spoon. They have like espresso spoons that are like a little bit more flat than a normal spoon. And then you pour as many or uh, queue up as many shots as you'd like. So for me, I always chose two. I felt like that was a pretty like solid, uh, you know, solid number. And then bam, you like let that espresso shot flow over the spoon. So it lays on top of the milk. And then you're supposed to take it like, like just drink it really quick, like basically in like two giant swigs. So first you get your espresso and then you get the milk, then you get the syrup. So that way it all goes down really smoothly. So we took about four of those that day. So I had eight espresso shots in eight hours. I and my body was still getting acclimated to this whole caffeine situation. And mind you, at the time, I was like five foot two, 120 pounds, like teeny thing, teeny. And my body, I thought I was fail. My body was failing. Like I was so crazy. I was so jittery. It was stupid. But that was literally one of my favorite memories. And that I think that's really why I enjoy coffee because it just brings like this new like. I'm going to sound like an addict. So it brings like this new high. Like, oh my gosh, I can do it. I can do anything that I want. I can, I, the world is my, in my hands right now. Like the world is my snitch. Like, oh, so good. So then my go-to would always just be like, I would have a, well, okay. I don't want to say I have a go-to, uh, because at the time, like I was always trying so many new different drinks. So for a while it was like, uh, a double shot on ice and then it was a chai and then it was like a, a cold brew or like an iced latte but all jazzed out in the way that I liked it um and then you know you can never actually order that at a real Starbucks because it would cost you your whole life because Starbucks is expensive and so yeah but needless to say after a few of those like similar experiences working at Starbucks I was hooked coffee had me I'm coffee snitch like it's crazy. And I actually wrote a question to myself saying, why Why do you think coffee fits your persona? And I think it fits me because type 7s is like total crackhead energy. And I am 100% here for it. And honestly, like when I think of coffee, I think of like quality time with someone that I love or even like... Sorry, I just burped. This could definitely... Uh, include yourself. So I love like going to coffee shops by myself. Is that kind of sad? No, we love ourselves. I love going to coffee shops by myself because I can just sit there and really enjoy my own company and take the time to really like, I don't know, like just be more self-aware. I don't know. I just, I really think like it just fits me because I love, um, just like trying new things I love like going one thing to the next and so yeah I think that's why coffee fits my persona super well another thing I wanted to discuss is a go-to coffee shop I this is hard because I just moved so there are a lot of really awesome coffee shops that I've been to there's also been really good coffee shops I've been to like around the U.S. So if we're going, I'm going to divvy this up into like two different things. I'm going to divvy this up into like fast food coffee where there's like a drive-thru, okay, 
And then I'm going to diet, like, go into, like, more, like, bougie coffee. Fast food coffee, I would say the list goes, my go-to would be, like, Starbucks, uh... Dutch Bros when I'm in the area that is mainly in like Arizona and NorCal and um oh this is a tough question I would have to say maybe like a uh, don't hate on me but like Del Taco like their coffee sometimes is like really good like that just really do hit different. I remember I used to go to McDonald's before I'd go line dancing because their iced vanilla lattes, so good. So good. But then, rumor has it that their coffee, like, maybe, like, whoever made it, like, is jacking it up now, and it's not good. So, I haven't gone there in a while, but, anywho, I would say my top three bougie coffee pl- would be... Uh, sorry, my roommate just texted me. My bougie coffee shops would be Hidden House Coffee is my all-time favorite. And then my other coffee shop would be... It was around, and it's not anymore. So I'm just going to throw this in there for funsies. Rosetta Coffee, Rosetta Brewing Company. There's one here in Long Beach that I just tried that I really like called Humble Maker. I'd like to thank my sorority sister for getting me hooked on that. And lastly, ooh, I'd really been sleeping on Portola coffee for a long time. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Only downside is it is a little bit more expensive. But even today, like, I'm not a latte gal by any means. Like, I I think they're just too plain, okay? I said it. They're too plain. But I started this this diet that I can't have like a bunch of sugar like real sugar I have to have like sugar-free options that kind of thing so rumor has it Truvia is like a like a sweet it's almost like stevia like it's a sweetener sub so I got a regular latte with some Truvia I think like one or two packets and that slapped like that can oh I'm just gonna like go off about this for a second because this latte tasted like heaven like clouds in my mouth like the foam to like coffee ratio perfect the girl who served it to me was so so nice so amazing and she really just had that like angelic touch I don't know it just went down so smooth and so nice I was like wow this is what dreams are made of so I think those are my that's my list for now I'd love to keep looking for new coffee shops. I've got a list right now of things, places that I want to go. And yeah, so coffee is just like, I can, coffee I can talk about forever. And then lastly, I want to kind of go over uh, why is coffee so important to you? Um, one, it's life. It keeps me alive. Two, keeps me motivated. And it's actually like to the point where when I wake up, like I look forward to having a cup of coffee. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Coffee really does just, like, keep me sane, keeps me stable. And it really is, like, that one thing that I do for myself that I really don't mind setting aside. Like, if I want to be really fancy with it, like, I remember I did the TikTok, like, whipped coffee trend. And I remember the first day, obviously, it took me maybe about, like, five to seven minutes to figure out how to make it. But then after that, it took me, like, three minutes. 
So I'd make that every day. And I would literally sit in my backyard just, you know, drinking a cold one, you know. And it was just, like, that's still, like, what I'll do. Like, I'll make my coffee and I will purposefully, like, just let however long I'm drinking my coffee for be the time that I have for myself. Because self-care, so important. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I really feel like I get in this groove of, like, I'm always taking care of everyone else. So this is the time when I can really let coffee take care of me. So I asked some uh, on Instagram to have you guys... Get, just give me some info, what you know about coffee, any questions you may have, and, uh, like, what, I don't know, like, what gets you jazzed over coffee? So, I have a friend that I went to CBU with that we actually would go to coffee all the time. You know who you are. After I say this, you're going to know who you are. We would go all the, literally every day, and then we would, like, come back and make coffee in our dorms. Like, we were at least four cups a day. It was really dumb, but it was so fun, and, like, just something about, like, that crackhead energy after, like, drinking that much coffee is insane, but so fun. So, she said, go to Coffee Bean, get an iced pumpkin latte, sub hazelnut instead of vanilla with oat milk, and... I think that sounds so dreamy. As soon as I'm... Actually, maybe I'll just take a cheat day in the next couple of weeks and go to this coffee shop. Go to coffee... Okay, so you guys heard that. Coffee bean, iced pumpkin latte. Instead of vanilla, get hazelnut syrup and oat milk. We love a good dairy-free drink. Next, she also said, you introduced me to Alta Coffee and I will never... And I'll never order chai from anywhere else ever again alta coffee does have the best chai in my personal opinion they have a sweet chai and they also have a spiced chai i think it's like vanilla chai and spiced chai both are equally delicious and i'm not even really a big spiced chai gal like like i said like i love sweet coffee drinks but alta really just like has it together so if you're listening to this we'll definitely go back to alta anytime you want boo boo Next is a story from another friend of mine who actually worked at Starbucks as well. He didn't work at the same store as me, but there was actually one incident where we did work the same shift because we were borrowing him for from another store. Good times. Uh, he said when he was working, a customer threw a hot vanilla latte at the guy I was working with, and when he ducked, it blew up on the wall. It blew up on the wall. That is a raging Karen or Kevin if I ever saw one. People really do think like that was the one thing about being a barista though that was kind of a downside was like people would come in and act like they were the most entitled people on the planet and I'm like no boo-boo I'm walking so that you can run like I had so many Karens come into my store like for example I had this one girl come in and she was like can you make me a double chocolatey chip frappuccino for my daughter? And I said, yeah, for sure. Makes it for her. And I'm the only one working bar. My shift lead was in the back doing, like, manager stuff. So he was like, can you man out here? I'm like, yeah, for sure. So I make the drink. She leaves. She comes back in. And she says, my daughter says you didn't make this right. And I said, okay, well, what was wrong with it? She said, 
I don't know. She said there was, like, too much ice or something. And I was like, okay, no worries. So then I, you know, being the, the gracious barista that I am, go ahead and make her another one and offer her to keep the first one. She declines. So then I make another one, a little less ice, but there's a certain recipe we have to follow. So if you don't add enough ice, it's going to be like kind of like a milky, I don't know, It's kind of, it'd be a gross consistency. So you have to add the ice in order for it to be like a blended like drink, you know? So I hand it to her and without even handing it to her daughter, who's in the car, she's like, this isn't right either. And I was like, ma'am, I don't understand. Like, oh my gosh. So that was one incident. And then there was another instance where another woman comes in and we're like on a full on rush. Like it is crazy town, USA. It is, I don't think I've ever seen the store that busy. And this one woman comes up to me with her drink. It's obviously very complicated. So, and I have a whole, I have probably maybe like 10 drinks on bar. So then I move on to, and I'm manning the bar by myself. And so, uh, and then my, one of my other coworkers comes out, but he's doing food. So that's a, this is like a three man job. Only two men are doing. So this woman, her, her drinks like fourth in line. She looks at me as soon as I get over to the bar. Hi. Yes. Um, I'm just really in a hurry. So would you mind making that for me? Like right now? And I said, ma'am, like, you know, your cup is almost done. Like, you know, we're almost there. Like, it's fourth in line. Uh, I promise you, like, as soon as I, like, you know, I'm done, uh, finished talking to you, I'll, I'll get working on it. She was like, okay. So then I'm literally working on, like, people. I'm not going to, like, do cuts, you know. Like, no cuts, no butts, no coconuts, man. So I'm making her wait because she's already getting on my nerves. And she comes up to me literally, like, ten seconds later. Hi, yeah, it's really not that complicated. Like, would you mind just, like, making it real quick? And I looked at her and I was like, ma'am, there are other people waiting in front of you for their drinks as well. And as you can tell, it's very busy. So if you wouldn't mind, the more time I spend talking to you, the less time I'm going to have to make your drink. And you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. So I'm very sorry. And then she was all sorts of pissed. And so because of her reaction, I moved her cup back a couple back, a couple more back like to maybe like sixth or seventh in line that's what you do when you uh you just got to handle those karens in a passive aggressive state which also i have another story from another person that worked at starbucks and she told me that when she used to work at starbucks and someone was rude she would give them decaf shots and you know what boo boo that is genius noted i wish i had done that because i was always way too nice to the karens okay next this is a question How the frick do people taste burnt beans? I can't taste the difference. Okay, when I first read this, I was like, how can you not tell? But then not all of us can be as elite baristas. I'm just kidding. But uh, no, here's how you tell, okay? Shots expire after 18 to 23 seconds. So it really is vital that when that drink hits that bar that you start sipping right away. Because the, the shots aren't supposed to go bad. Like, if you sit and, like, make it, like, sit in your drink for a while and whatever. Hot drinks, I taste it more rather than, like, cold drinks. You can tell when beans are burnt when it has almost, like, a... I just... I want to say, like, almost like a too roasted, like, like burnt popcorn kind of aroma and, like, taste in your mouth. Also, it's just really, like, bitter, like, way more bitter. Good coffee isn't bitter. It has a lot of flavor, if that helps at all. Uh, 
Swart Coffee is a vibe. Everyone who works there is buff and tall. Plus, the coffee will get you wired. Say no more. You had me at buff and tall. Iced or hot? It depends on the day. This is actually a really difficult question. Lately, I've been getting iced drinks because it's been so butt hot. However, when I go to Hidden House Coffee, I've been getting the same drink for five years. No cap. And during the Christmas time, I get the same drink, but just like with a out of peppermint. So I get a, a hot mocha with simple syrup and oat milk. And then during the holidays, I get it with peppermint and uh, oat milk. Because like a peppermint mocha with oat milk. Because it just slaps. And that one I always get hot. But today, it cooled down a lot. So I actually got a hot latte. I feel like I'm a, I'm a both kind of gal. Next thing says, I don't even like coffee or tea, but I love going to coffee shops. LOL. What are some of your faves? I kind of already listed some, but, um, oh my gosh, I definitely forgot about Bodie Leaf Coffee. Scratch, uh, what did I say? Rosetta? Yeah, Bodie Leaf is so good. So I would have to say Bodie Leaf, Hidden House, uh, Bear Coast Coffee, uh, Humble Maker, Steel Cup Coffee, kind of. That one's just, like, by my house, and it's kind of, like, in Long Beach, and so I don't know. But I'm still, like expanding my horizons here at coffee shops um also let's see um alta's pretty good lulu's or lola's i can't remember it's in ladera uh and i really like well i like rosetta in general if it was open so yeah those are just a few uh, espresso from a Bialetti or a Bialetti slash mocha is my favorite espresso. I highly recommend. Okay, I'll definitely have to give that a try. Except that you're definitely coming over this weekend. <laughs> uh, Sprouts has a fantastic variety in coffee beans. That's awesome. I actually asked for a, um, like a, like a, it's a Mr. Coffee, but it's like a cappuccino latte maker. So I have to put in beans. It's like an espresso machine. And then, but it's like the one that you can froth milk, the whole thing. So uh, I'm excited for that to cu- uh, hopefully get that for Christmas. Coming in clutch, please, parents. Uh. Favorite way to prep Chamberlain coffee? Fave coffee in Long Beach. Oh, you had me at Chamberlain coffee. Guys, I literally cannot express to you. Like, I love Chamberlain coffee. So my favorite way to prep it. There's another question talking about it, so I'll get into that in a minute. My favorite way to prep Chamberlain coffee is I steep it overnight. So uh, I usually have like a big mason jar. And for every, like, they come in um, single bags. So you can have one of those in like a hot cup of coffee. You just pour like a a hot hot water into a cup. Put some, co- the coffee bag in there. It's like, it's like a tea bag, like a big tea bag. You can put it in there. Let it steep for a few minutes and then take it out and you have some coffee. If you want to do like cold brew style, you so it's for every single steeped bag is 200 milliliters of water. Yeah. So I'll usually put five bags, a thousand milliliters of water in a big mason jar and that will last me for about a week. Uh, that's how I prep my Chamberlain coffee and then when I actually am pouring it out, 
I pour it into a mason jar over ice always with Torani vanilla syrup. And I made my own oat milk. So I did that for a while and that went really smooth. I also really liked the... Honestly, I'm a big fan of doing like a milk then a creamer. So that way it kind of gives it a nice smooth consistency. But Chamberlain Coffee is really smooth on its own. It has a lot of flavor. So um, I'd really recommend. Fave Coffee and LB. Uh, Well, I noticed I went today to Portola that's in the hangar. Like the LBX. So I will definitely be frequenting that establishment way more. Take my money. Uh, someone reminded me that coffee is literally hot bean water. And I think about it a lot. Now I'm going to think about it a lot. My fave coffee is Dunkin'. I get a gallon of it for $5 at Target and drink it for a week. You sound like my sister. My little sister is obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts. Like, if she could live there, like, 25-8, she would. And I actually was with her the other day, and we moved to Dunkin' Donuts, and she had, no joke, $6.66 on her debit card, and then she had a $5 left on her gift card for Dunkin' and $4 in cash. And this queen wanted a donut, a sandwich, and a large iced coffee. Homie did it. I've never seen someone so dedicated to Dunkin' Donuts in my entire 21 years of living. It is truly amazing. I sat there and laughed at her the whole time. But Dunkin', like, it does have solid coffee. It's a little, and ironically, it's a little too sweet for me. Um, but, hey, like, I honestly, no complaints. Like, if we, ha- if we have to get Dunkin', I will. I'll drink it, but I, it's not really my favorite. I do like coffee, but I'm one of those people that like cream with a little bit of coffee. You get me? 100%. If I'm having hot coffee, like, you best believe I'm drowning that espresso in milk. Oops. Uh, I'm in in my car, and I, I touched something, and it beeped, and I got nervous. If you had your own coffee company, sorry, own coffee company or a coffee shop, what would it look slash be like? If I had my own coffee shop coffee company it would definitely be like a farmhouse style kind of vibe very homey fresh pastries fresh coffee every day freshly brewed um and hmm I don't know just like a nice like farmhouse feel like the you know the white and black like fresh milk Um, lots of dairy-free options, vegan options, uh, trying to be very universal, like, try to be very universally friendly, uh, being eco-friendly, trading, uh, fairly, everything like that. I want it to be as clean products as possible, cleanest coffee shop possible, like, literally and figuratively. So, yeah, I think right now, like, that would be the dream. Um, that'd be really fun, and I know who wrote this, and I think we should partner up one day. Just food for thought. And, okay, this is gonna be my last question, and I'm really, like, about to pop off, like, you guys don't even know. I want an honest review about Chamberlain Coffee. I want to buy it, but I want to know if it's fire. 
it is straight fuego, straight fuegs, straight fire. So freaking good. I, okay, like, obviously, my love for Emma Chamberlain is not a secret. I love her. I love her coffee. I love her videos. I love her podcast. Love her merch. Everything about her. She's also just a really sweet, down-to-earth girl. Like, just, if you haven't checked her out, you should check her out. No promo, but promo. uh, Chamberlain Coffee... And I'm not, okay, but I'm not saying this because I do love Emma so much. I'm actually saying this like being a coffee snob myself. I have never had coffee like as good as Chamberlain coffee. Emma's coffee is so smooth but rich, has so much flavor, and it just like, it really do just hit different. Like I have never had that great of coffee ever like I will not be turning back to regular cold brew ever I only have cold brew from Starbucks when it's necessary and I actually only get cold brew when I don't have cold brew from Emma like this coffee is just so good and I love that she's eco-friendly she's uh like very aware of like making sure that all her products same as like what I want like clean like clean trading clean labor everything like that she just rebranded her entire company so everything is way more aesthetically pleasing I mean I really liked it before too but she like rebranded everything she came out with like six new coffee flavors five or six new coffee flavors so I have two flavors coming in the mail in the next week or two and I also ordered a tote bag because it was just really cute and then I ordered another like flavor for my friend who lives in San Luis Obispo and so she should be getting hers in a few days that one's the night owl I ordered the early bird and early bird and the social dog and then my friend is also going to order some and we're going to do like coffee tasting when all of our Chamberlain coffee comes in But honestly, like, I could not recommend Chamberlain Coffee enough. Like, it's so good. Worth the hype. It's worth the money. It's a little bit more expensive. But you really get what you pay for. And, like, I just, like, it just, I cannot, like, it just has, like, all these, like, subtle flavors. Like, chocolatey, but also, like, rosy. Like, it's just, oh, my gosh. It's just so good. Like, I literally can't wait for it to come in the mail. So good. Okay, well. I think that's it for today's podcast. It's going to be a really low-key podcast. Um, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. Um, I am really, really excited to give you guys new content within the next few weeks. And if you have any topics that you want me to cover or any questions, feel free to hit on my Instagram at Emily N. Sato. Um, you can hit up my Snapchat, Emily Sato 4, or M. Nicole 17, sorry, E.M. Nicole 17. Uh, hit up my Twitter, Emily Sato 4. That's where that one comes in. And you can email me at emilyandsato at gmail.com. Um, and I think that's it for handles. Lots of promo. But I love to interact with you guys, and I would love to hear from you guys more. And I just really want to thank you guys again for just really blessing me and, like, making this podcast happen. Like, we've already had over 100... 39 listens and a 69 people is established audience so thank you guys so much you guys are amazing tell your friends tell your family um and i would love to just have as many people um come and just be a part of this new little family that we've got going so i just really want to thank you guys 
oh my gosh, I keep saying that over and over, but it really is. I'm just so grateful that I even get to like have the ability to like just talk to you guys. And, um, I just been like so overwhelmed with all the love that you guys have been giving me. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay. Bye.